Welcome in. We are watching currently uh, Texas Abilene Christian, the 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 end of this date. Yes, uh, yes, we're, yes, yes. We're, we're watching this. We got the volume in our headphones. Can we get the volume off so we could we can talk to each other here? Uh, so we're gonna watch this. We're gonna let this unfold in front mm. of us. We definitely are monitoring this situation, but we also wanted to talk about all the stuff going on today before everybody goes to bed. Because I have a feeling most people at home. They're like, I'm turning my TV off the second this thing. And so. Absolutely. And we just want to welcome everybody in Titus and Tate yep. live. Uh, we appreciate everyone on the YouTube channel. We appreciate everyone subscribing. And uh, yeah, if you're, if you're watching on YouTube, leave comments, leave questions, leave whatever. We'll address them uh, at the end of the show. We're going to we're going to throughout the show, actually. And, and what, what, what do you got? What I was going to say the first thing I have to address, there's a lot of questions about the blue bloods and the new bloods. Mm -hmm. And to give a little update, we have blue bloods in college basketball. You know them, the, the usual suspects, your North Carolinas. Mm -hmm. Your Kentuckys, mm -hmm. your Dukes, your Kansas, your UCLA. You're putting UCLA in there. I am. Right. And that's why. They earned it tonight. That's why. They earned it tonight. They bump up maybe two spots for Mick Cronin. Two that? wins already in the tournaments. That's good for the Blue Bloods. And the New Bloods are teams like, you know, Oklahoma State, maybe a Gonzaga. And, you know, Gonzaga looked great, so more for the Blue Bloods. We'll get them up. Three so big stories today. Uh, yesterday, very explosive day, as we know. Yes. Both of our teams went down. <laughs> it is a day, as I've said many times over. It was a day a day that will live in infamy mm. on this on this show. Uh, we we will we, we will look back on it and 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 it'll hurt. It'll always hurt, <laughs> Tate. But that was yesterday. The fun thing. I we sat down to do the show tonight, and I said I, I looked at you. I was like, two full days of action has led to a point where even the Colorado game, the Colorado Georgetown game this yes. morning, yes. that feels like three years Eons ago. ago. So in a way, like the everything that happened yesterday feels so far mm -hmm. removed from my brain. Like it doesn't even, I'm, I'm not mad. I'm still not mad about you're, it. That you're was over yesterday. it. That was yeah. yesterday. We've gotten past uh, it. So that was yesterday. Very mm -hmm. explosive. Mm -hmm. A ton of uh, you know, upsets galore. Your Brad, Purdue goes down. No one even cared because mm -hmm. Ohio State lost in the way that Ohio State lost. Uh, today, not quite as much. Mm. Not quite as much action. Abilene is doing all they can right now uh, to, to to make that to make that interesting. But um, there were three big stories to me. First of all, is is v the VCU Oregon situation, and and that's I, I don't know what else to call it, but the VCU situation. It's a situation. Yeah. That, yep. that uh, VCU has forfeited. They don't forfeit. Is it is it is it technically a forfeit? A no contest? I think is that they the term opted word? out. Yeah. yeah. I think that's the terminology. They 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 were they involuntarily <laughs> opted out. Yes. Is yes. what is what happened. Yes. Uh yeah, VCU test has too many positive cases for uh to, to, to continue playing. It's a no contest. Um Oregon marches on to the second round. And uh yeah, I I I I'm a little bit in disbelief. I knew how the system worked. I saw it work in the conference tournaments we saw kansas we saw duke mm. we saw virginia all have to bow out of their conference tournaments i still just thought like that doesn't i don't see how that can happen in the ncaa tournament that you can spend your entire season leading up to this point and to be fair all the ncaa mouthpieces that were showing up on tv tonight not mm -hmm. andy Katz, not just uh, not we love andy you Katz. andy we love andy yep. i'm saying the rest of them um would go on television they're like now remember everybody signed up for this and it's like yeah it still sucks it's still stupid mm -hmm. they signed up for because what was the alternative not playing the tournament it's like when you sign the, like you're downloading an app and you have a, a 10 billion yeah, page disclaimer. Of, mm -hmm. of terms and conditions. It's yep. like, well, I want to play Candy Crush, so I guess I have to check this. Like, <laughs> I don't actually want to read all this. And mm -hmm. the, that's what they did. And then it, you didn't actually think this was going to be a thing. And now it's a thing. And now, you know, my mind, because I've been trained over the last year or whatever to be a cynic, to be pessimistic and and certainly that came to fruition yesterday mm. uh my mind goes to the final four my mind goes to the national championship game and and someone tests positive the night before i asked you if if, if it's saturday saturday morning of a national championship we have two games mm. lined up say it's gonzaga 
and Michigan. Just one seeds. Gonzaga, Michigan, Baylor, Illinois. That's on the docket. Mm-hmm. It's 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 all come to this. And then we br- word breaks that like Baylor has like f- f- seven cases and Baylor can't play. You're telling me that on Saturday night, I'm not going to of the Final Four. I'm just not going to win everywhere. When all the no, big, no, all of this, all of this is made up. All of this is made up. All of the big uh, donors, the corporate people, because that's mm-hmm. who you know. If they're filling that arena with 25 percent or whatever it is, it's all going to be rich assholes that 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 have yeah all that that sponsor everything, and mm-hmm. there's going to be zero students and zero real fans. Thank all those you. people. Thank you. Our sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> not our, our sponsors are awesome. I'm talking about you're the right, NCAA. You're right, you're right. That's right. They true, don't sponsor true, this show. True. Right? Uh, can someone in the back double check that? Do they sp- <laughs> yeah, we'll figure it out. Don't uh, worry. They're going to descend on the Final Four. It's ready to be played. And you're going to tell me that they're just going to straight up cancel one of the games. And you told me yes. You think you believe that would happen. And I say I can't accept that. I just can't accept it. Well, none of this makes any sense because there is no precedent. And I think a lot of times in our culture, in our world, we're able to look at things and say, well, this has happened before and this is how we handled it. Yep. So therefore, we should do this, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And with this situation, we don't know what we're doing. And we, again, we have Texas Abilene Christian going on right now, an upset possibly. You mentioned the upset factor, the late games. We've seen a lot upsets first we see maryland maryland mucks it up as mucks we, it up that's what that's a, how they do it as as i anticipated they're gonna muck this game up gets uconn out of here ohio a team that you and i both love that was that was one of my three stories yeah you know, you're part of the jeff yep. bowles coaching tree so this was good to <laughs> see true. for you brad stevens coaching tree out, we're done out. get it out of here Massle, you're <laughs> done teach your coaching tree is a great I'm coaching, a jeff tree. coaching yes. tree yes Put me in the Jeff Bowles coaching tree. What is he in the tournament? <laughs> one and oh. One and oh. Yeah, I'm career. sorry. Yeah, just be the defending champions. Brad Stevens is a one and oh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but regardless, Ohio gets the upset What's there. I, I have so it in my nice. ear that Jeff Bowles says he hates Ohio, actually. And he's, <laughs> he's a massive also. He's a massive also. Uh, <laughs> but I just wanted to say the late games, there's some upsets. There's some exciting stuff. Uh, we did see UCLA as well get the upset. So. Early yeah, on, so, it was very chalk. Uh, it was eight zero earlier in the day uh, for for the for the higher seeds or for the lower seeds, whatever you want to say. Yeah, look, look at this, Jeff Bowles. I want to yes, play sir. this video because Jeff. We we had him on the show. We talked about what he's going to do with the dancing because this is this is something he's done all year. Uh, this is something a lot of teams do. I love this, by the way. Like this is, I feel like this would have been frowned upon like ten years ago. Like act Roy like Williams been there invented this. Oh, he did. He invented yes, celebrating yes. wins. No, 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 pouring water. Like I did this. not. I was I not promise you. That. North Carolina fans, get in here. But yep. watch. It, it, are we going to keep playing the whole thing? Because it, it uh, he gets wet. He walks around, and then this is when it gets really good. He's like, kind of, he cleans off his glasses here. Yeah. Watch him. He's like, what just, did I just win an NCAA? Oh, okay. Oh, I'm <laughs> Jazz back. hands. I'm back. I'm back. I'm not done. You thought I was done? Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> the best part is he said he never knows what he's going to do. Knows. And that's the, that's why it's so pure. That's why it's so good. I wish, I wish you could gamble on whether Bulls will dab. Yeah, like, because uh, I said, we, we, what did, is we, the line did we talk about that on the air? Or did I yeah. say it off air that, uh, I feel like that's his default when he doesn't know what else to do. He's just like kind of dab. dancing. And he's like, yeah. Ugh. Yeah. he never heard that. He never heard the dab die. And I love that. Uh, Texas is down one, by the way, with about five and a half to play. Um, I don't really know how this happened. We were, we were locked in on uh, BYU UCLA, Texas. It's been a close game all game. I, I've, we've been monitoring the score, Yep. Um, but it, it just, it just felt like, I'm just saying uh, it just felt like the it felt late like, games are upset games. So this seems this is true. This seems to be a trend here. Um, so Jeff Bowles, Ohio beat Virginia. That's that was one of my other stories. And then my third story with, with VCU situation, uh, mm. Ohio taking down Virginia. And then this this Pac-12 Big 12, Big 12. Who's the real 12? I think we're finding out tonight. UCLA we need John gets Moran the win. to have that jersey F- yeah. you know, for us. You yeah. Know? <laughs> 
UCLA gets the win. I think if Texas loses, we have our answer. Mm. And it's the Pac-12 tournament. Yeah. I think stop the count. The tournament's over. The Pac-12 mm. wins. Send the trophy out to us. We are, the, we are the Pac-12 guys. This is, this is guys. the Michael Jordan shadow. The Pac-12, Larry Sky right now <laughs> we got, is doing that We got Big right Wave now. Billy up on our uh, uh, picture frame up here on set because uh, that's, the day, that's the day we're having. The Pac-12 is unbelievable. What do, you, what do we make of it for real? Let's start with the first game, right? We opened the day, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, there was a lot of good juju, good energy going towards Georgetown, talking about Patrick Ewing. Patrick Ewing said, you know, all of his doubters, he are a famous message to the haters. He says, uh, you know, basically shut yeah. up. I, I sent it to you. Was, I showed you. And that was not good. We did not, as, not like to hear that as going As one into of the game. haters, um, I'm a little biased because I, <laughs> I, I was sort of a Patrick Ewing hater in that I was mm. like, you know, Georgetown's not winning a lot of ball games. In the Patrick Ewing era. Not a hater, a doubter. A, you were a doubter. I was a hashtag just facts guy. Mm. And I was pointing out the facts. They just weren't <laughs> winning a lot. And then, and then, and they, then they won four in a row. In MSG. And then in his house. And then we come into this game yeah. and you see 512. And I think America, you know, that you say Georgetown's hot. Pac-12 basketball. They've won two tournament games in the past, however many past two tournaments. That was the stat that they were giving up for the whole entire conference. Yep. But Colorado is a a team that is a lot more solid than people expect. McKinley Wright has 13 assists in this game. 16 for 25 from the three-point line. Can shoot the basketball. And what what was fascinating is Colorado runs Georgetown off the floor. Yes. um, Hits 16 threes. Meanwhile, their opponent in two days. What what day, what day is it? Monday? Mm-hmm. That, that's when they're playing Monday. Mm-hmm. Man, this whole bumping of the schedule. Is yes, really, I was yes. convinced. Today we thought was today was Friday. I yeah. Really <laughs> did. yeah, I really did. Uh, uh, the whole the uh, uh, in two days they're going to be playing a team in Florida State that went zero for nine from the three point line. That mm-hmm. is uh, something that I find very interesting. That mm-hmm. that a team hit sixteen threes and a team hit zero threes and they're going to play. Uh, by the way, under four timeout, Texas is down to to uh, Abilene Christian. Um, <sighs> Woof. Uh, speaking of woof, uh, uh, Moses picked VCU to go to the national championship game, and I, and I need a ruling on this. I need so the to, first two days, Moses' two teams are out. We hate to see. But that. is is VCU out? Like, what's the what's the protocol? Does he just get his money back? Does he get all the treats he deposited for this bracket challenge? Look at this. If you're if Moses you're had VCU us, in the final four, this is this is a this was a live look at him. It was a candid live. That's look. That's a candid yes. look. That's yes. what he looked like yes. when he heard the news. Yeah, <laughs> Moses right there, very sad. He's like, this is this is unbelievable. Uh, this is uh, I can't believe what's happened to me. So yeah, what what, what happened? What what do you do if you have VCU? Like if if someone was following Moses's bracket, what do we do? You just rip it up and my, say this isn't. I think you do, you know, if you put in money, right, you get your money back. But I will say this. What happened to the replacement teams? If I'm a Louisville fan, I'm like, the point of the replacement teams? We're still in the first round. Why would Louisville not get the call up? And if they're not going to answer the call, because I guess Chris Mack has decided to fire everybody on staff, if they're not going to answer the call, Colorado State, answer the call. Answer the bell. Are you ready? I don't understand it. I know that there was this arbitrary deadline of Tuesday was the day and then we're done with replacement teams. But it does feel like maybe we put them, you know, in Indian in Indianapolis. It's hard to say in Indianapolis. I've I've tried it a lot right now. I've tried it a lot. I'm Annapolis. And uh, but in general, why don't we just have someone there just in case? And, And these teams can, you know, quarantine, be there for the first round. Nothing happens. Then we leave. Then it's done. But what was the point of that? I guess it doesn't make any sense. I, to I'm trying. I don't get it. I don't. It doesn't make sense to me either that we had we had this planned out. They had a plan for this. Yes. And then they just 
cut the plan loose. And then Louisville, as you said, fired all their coaches and every. <laughs> like, like, we're not ready for a tournament. Uh, <laughs> how did how did this happen? <laughs> we're in the um, off season. Uh, what was the point of naming replacement teams if I, you're not going to replace? I guess I, I, hang I guess. The banner. Hang the banner. I think that's what it was. It was like, if you're Louisville, just say we, we could have been in this, uh, you know, historic. It really tournament. does suck. Cause I think, you know, if, if, if you look at it, you say VCU is a 10 seed, could they, were they really going to do anything? And the answer is we don't know. That's why March Madness is awesome. And Give if them you're, a shot. If you're Louisville, you look at Syracuse and you said this 11 seed got a great draw. And now they're going to make probably a sweet 16 run. We're yep. better than Syracuse. We should have been in over them, probably in their opinion. So give us that 10 seed and let us go. The question, hypothetically, uh, I'm is, upset for Louisville fans. For Mike Rutherford. I'm more upset for VCU fans, I think. I mean, of <laughs> course, of course, of course, of course. I just don't understand replacement I don't teams. understand it either. I, don't get it. I, I, don't I guess get it. I guess the thought is like if if Oregon has been scouting VCU all week and then now all of a sudden they have to play Louisville, they're like, we weren't ready for that. And it's like Louisville wasn't ready either. Go figure it out. Exactly. That's what I would say. I Go think figure it. Like play tomorrow or something. <laughs> just like bump it a day. Or, I don't know. Where's Xavier? Weren't they? Well, Xavier, they like, where are they Xavier trying to play yeah, they're trying to play. They're trying to pick up a game. <laughs> Xavier and VCU are going to play like in three weeks. <laughs> for the <laughs> national gonna, championship. National. <laughs> just name it. We're the national champions. VCU's like, we're not done yet. And Xavier's like, we're not either. We were trying to play people. Man. <laughs> that's not good. Um. So is, does Oregon get credit for they did they don't get the win, but do they get like like if Iowa hypothetically can't play either, which knock on wood again, I mean Yeah. Um I I hope nothing happens, obviously. But if if Iowa can't play and Oregon is now gets a free pass to the Sweet Sixteen, do they get a Sweet Sixteen banner or a Sweet Sixteen okay. appearance or whatever it is? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do, do, does that count? Do, do, if you're Oregon, are you like, yeah, we made the Sweet 16 in 2021? Even though, is this a Florida State ACC tournament situation? Yeah, I think it is one of those things where you get to the Sweet 16, you get a banner, and the, the, what you brought up originally, the idea of them getting blown out in the Sweet 16, that would be... I don't know. You can't hang I the banner like, if that happens. I feel if, if, like, you, if you get there de facto, you know, de facto know, know. and then you hang a banner, that's not good. I feel like um, one of the uh, college football people that was... I don't know, think Dana Altman would do that, though, honestly. I, they wouldn't hang a banner, but I'm saying would they like celebrate it? Would they put it in their no. database that we made a sweet 16 this year. They put it in the database. Yeah. You got to put in the database. Always um, put it in the database. As someone who won the 1924 national championship, always put it in the database. <laughs> always write it down. Wait, what year did you win the 1924 national championship? Like 1976? Huh? No, you won it in like 76, but then they awarded Oh, yeah. They awarded it to them in like 19... Everyone on yeah, the 2014 was dead when they said that they won it. <laughs> Look, don't you talk about, don't you talk about Mr. Carmichael <laughs> like that. <laughs> All right, Texas is down three. Courtney Ramey, Matt Coleman for three. Oh my goodness! Misses. All right, so yeah, we're live. We got this two is, minutes. This left. is a real thing that uh, uh, this is upset. The, the late games. I had Texas were, in my Final Four, by the way. Um, Moses had Abilene Christian in, in uh, his Final Four, so I was the the, the thought sides. I, Belmont could have played. Yeah, Bill <laughs> Titus is fuming. <laughs> Bill, <laughs> that, was that? Is, is this a burner for your dad? dad? He's like Leo, Leo Connolly. Connolly. That checks out. <laughs> They'll never suspect it. <laughs> Belmont should be here. Uh, uh, I was gonna say, I feel like the college football people with, with the VCU situation, where uh, college football comes back, or it never really left for the SEC and ACC, but with mm-hmm. Big Ten and uh, it, when they were trying to play a season, there was the, yeah, the ACC is a football conference. Early now. on in the the mm-hmm. season, uh, there were a lot of questions about like how is this going to work. What if, what if there's an imbalance? What if we have to cancel games? And the consensus was like, 
it's a pandemic. We're going to just figure it out. Everyone just calm mm. down. Who cares mm. if we'll use if common sense. We'll that use common was, sense. That's kind of what the, they, they're and like, then, we'll deal with it if it happens. Kind and of then approach. fast forward. Wait to, and see. Fast forward to like <laughs> the time to hand out trophies and everyone's yelling like Ohio yeah. State didn't play enough and this yep. schedule. And it was, everyone just threw that out the window. Yep. And that's where I've arrived with this was like coming into the season. I was like, I get it. If we can just get in what we can get in, figure it out. Like we just have to have the tournament. And then VCU gets kicked out. I'm like, this is the dumbest thing ever. Like, we, we have to pause the tournament and let VCU back in. You can't yeah. just let their season end by some guy in a white coat, like, knocking on the door and being like, you guys tested positive, sorry. And that's how your season ends? You deserve to have your season end the way my season ended, which is Dwayne Washington missing 12 straight open yeah, shots. You, you deserve closure. That's what you deserve is You the deserve closure. closure. Yeah, that, why, that's all it is. Why does my season have to end just with be, that? Just if you're fair. And a VCU fan gets to just like look on Twitter <laughs> and be like, all right, I guess we're over. I, mean, I will say. I don't know what hurts most, honestly. Uh, it's got to be VCU. Like, we, we had a shot and we blew it. Um, 120 left. 120 to play. Still a three-point game. What yeah. a shock! What, what a shocking thing right now. Because if you look at the start of this season, they go and win the Asheville slash Maui Invitational. We were there. We saw it. We saw the talent on this team. You see the backcourt, uh, a veteran backcourt with Ramey and Coleman and obviously Jones and and those three guys have butted heads at times. But you also look at the front court when you got Sims and Joe, Kai Jones and Greg Brown and the talent that they, they have are there. absolutely loaded. Yeah. Talent wise. Yeah. And yeah. and if you're shocked, like I know it's got to be frustrating at this point, obviously. Yeah, if I'm shocked, I'm saying to myself, I don't like the current situation I'm in. Yes. Down by three points. <laughs> like, what was this, the spread in this game, by the way? This was a team that we expected to go to the Final Four. You know what I mean? And in December, I'm pretty oh, the, sure I told a lot of people to bet on them to win the title. So the fact they're in this situation is pretty shocking. They were only eight-and-a-half-point favorites, so I don't think uh, I mean Vegas kind of people knew. in the know yeah. saw it coming. Moses, as I said, hey, had Abilene Christian in the Final Four. Mm, so chaos. Uh, well... Uh, We'll uh we'll we'll keep an eye on yeah, this. Yeah, what, yeah. what so what else uh we, we talked we talked VCU we talked mm. Ohio uh I I guess the the Jeff but we were not surprised by this Jeff Bowles we were uh, Jason Preston Ben Vanderplas uh just went absolutely nuts I mm. love Vanderplas's dad by the way he was, yeah he, he was, was a great star. the whole this, family yeah this is something I forgot from two years ago is just the family we, we get a lot of coach shots like coach family shots. Mick that, that always dad. had yeah yep. Mick Cronin Mick Cronin's dad <laughs> Mariah Musselman yes. a couple few years ago. Mm. Uh, that happens a lot, but what what I'm a real sucker for is like the proud papa and the proud mama that yeah. you get the shot of mm-hmm. the the like because that this is their one shot. Ben Vanderplas probably isn't gonna be back in the NCAA tournament. I don't know. Is he senior? Is he not? I don't know. But even if he like, but it was great. Like he's hitting threes, and his dad yeah. is like, his dad was doing the his dad was doing goggles. We were talking about the we're, goggles yeah, are we were, gone. Not in dad world. Yeah, not in dad world. That's so cool. So, uh, Abilene Christian up fifty one forty seven right now. Up for oh my goodness. Here's a question. I, I saw Tony Bennett was trending on Twitter after Virginia yes, lost. Yes, and people overrated were, is what they're saying. Yeah, people were saying, can Tony Bennett's <laughs> style work in March? What say Tate Frazier? You're the ACC expert. Do you think Tony Bennett will ever get over the hump and win a national title in the way that he won a national title? Literally the mm. exact, the last tournament. You're, that you're we asking, had. can he do it again? Can he do it again? Can he do it again? Yeah. Can he do it again? Let can me the man who has as many national titles as Bill Self, as John Calipari. I'm giving a bump to the New Bloods. Uh, can he do it? As Jim Beheim, a man who's all these guys are Hall of Famers. Can, can Virginia is a Tony New Bennett. Blood. Virginia is a New Blood. Tony Bennett is a star. And I, felt you, I, I was talking to you earlier about this. Virginia fans, I love, but I also have a love hate relationship with some of them because. Calling out Tony Bennett and saying, like I said, he's the the Dean Smith of this century, right? Class act. Loses this game, class act. Goes over to Coach Bowles. Great job, Coach. Love your squad. Good luck yep. in the next round. Very Dean Smith thing to do. This is how we've been. Oh, my God. 
Matt Coleman just dribbled off his foot down fourth a minute left. Oh They're losing, goodness. dude. This is a, look. He's smiling. Wow. He's smiling. He just gave the laugh. He's like, like there it is. Yep. Dude, this is tough too because oh, Abilene man. Christian is a is a Texas school. Twenty two turnovers for the Longhorns tonight. The Texas losing to this this I'm getting flashbacks to when Ohio State lost to Dayton and Aaron Kraft like just sat there on the floor looking I'm at getting, this guy. Like yeah. you can't lose you can't yeah. be like the massive school in your state and lose to a team in your state unless they're also like a power conference. I guess Texas losing to Baylor wouldn't be that bad, but to lose to Abilene Christian. Yeah, usually that's, there's kind of like an understood, you know, kind of tip of the cap where the small school is like High Point, for example. Like Toby yeah. Smith is the 16 seed. If High Point beat North, Carolina. Or Duke, you know, they, yeah, like th- that would not be good. You know what I mean? But usually come in that game, give a tip of the cap and move on. But the, the tough part, too, for Texas, guys like Vince Young, as you see here, Miles Turner, they're all coming out and saying, you know, this, this team's going to turn it around because they have so much talent. You expect it to happen. But oh, travel. Oh, here we go. Got to travel. Maybe, maybe. I need some magic for Texas. I really do. I, I can't let this happen. I don't want this season to end this way. Yeah, I. I don't. But care no anymore. disrespect, I'm, to Abilene I'm dead Christian. inside when it comes to like. We, we always enjoy the upsets. <laughs> Love a Cinderella story. Well, we we literally said this afternoon when we went, we did the live show. Uh, uh, what what is the worst case scenario for us today? Like, what 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 could happen that would like rip our hearts out? And we both said. And Abilene we both Christian. said if Abilene Christian win, not because we have anything against them. It's just yep. or, or we're not even Texas fans, but. We are fans of Maui Invitational. We're fans of the Maui yes, Bump. Yes. And we believe that the team that wins the Maui Invitational should win the first round game against the 14 seed. We exactly. That. At least go that. to the Elite Eight, right? Yeah. That, that's kind of where we are with it. So <sighs> that's tough. Not good. Uh, other stuff that happened today. So we, we talked, uh, we, we haven't really spent a ton of time on the Pac 12. Uh, USC with the big win. Um, UCLA's hot. Mm. Who else? What else is happening? Uh, 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 Gonzaga blew out Norfolk State, which like no one's going to pay any attention to because this is this is Gonzaga. This is this is the story of Gonzaga all season is wait wait until blank and I know it's a 16 seed but like look what look what the other ones did to the 16s yep. look what Gonzaga did to their yep. 16 yep. and at some point somebody's gonna wake up and be like this team might be pretty good and still it's like yeah okay they did it against a 16 let's see what happens against Oklahoma and then they're probably gonna smoke Oklahoma and then they'll be like all right but Oklahoma kind of sucked let's see what happens <laughs> and they did it in this window of upsets you know what I mean that adds yeah. a little bit more to it uh, you know and. I mean, Gonzaga just looks like by far the best team. They look like the national champions. That was the biggest win since uh, Villanova in 2016 beat Oklahoma by 44 yeah. points. They win by 43. But it, Gonzaga, Gonzaga suffers from what I call the Wilt, the Wilt Chamberlain. I need a better name for it. The Wilt Chamberlain uh, conundrum, well, the paradox. Uh, you're, the... you're scaring me with that. Because <laughs> no, no. Wilt Chamberlain lost to Liddy Rosenbluth in North Carolina no, in the title no, game. No, no, so no, 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 no. Let me explain. Wanna... Let me explain. Let me explain. Let me Gonzaga explain. fans, walk it back. Let me explain. Uh, Wilt Chamberlain averaged so many points yes. and scored so many points yes. in his career that mm-hmm. it got to a point where you, were, you weren't impressed anymore. Like Wilt, Wilt Chamberlain could score... What? points for the blue bloods because will will chamberlain one of the og blue bloods get him back to zero will chamberlain would score like 71 points say mm-hmm. and you would uh, you you see if i told you will chamberlain on this day you scored 71 points you'd be like hang here will chamberlain boring mm-hmm. and i feel like that's gonzaga like if i told you gonzaga won by 50 today you're like yeah but it was against a 16 seed i'm like show me another one that won by 50 today and they're like well it's a, you know yeah but yeah. they, they, they smoke yes. they kick everyone's ass mm-hmm. so badly that the bar just keeps getting they've raised their own bar to where you're never impressed yes if that makes any You're sense. like, what else? That's what they're supposed to do. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, uh, we got blood on the floor here in Abilene three Christian point Texas game, game. 56 seconds <sighs> left. Andrew I, Jones yeah. uh, back at the line. Everyone's bleeding. <laughs> yeah, everyone. Um, literally Blake everyone. Griffin has a, has a double cross uh, uh, 
prank TV show on True TV. Be sure to check that out. What's that show, uh, the TBS show, the Chad show? Oof. That looks rough. <laughs> I'm not watching that. Just, just as an aside, a little sidebars that clean up the blood. <laughs> uh, we are not brought to you by that we show. Not, I promise you that. I am not brought to you by that show. And if we are, uh, I'm not even sorry for it. <laughs> like, uh, I'll, I'll pay the money that you, you paid know, us to sponsor the show. You know what show we are right brought back. to you by? The Patino Show. And uh, we should bring that up. Alabama yeah, plays Rick Patino today. And that was uh, college basketball, <laughs> the, the blue check marks. They were fired up because Rick Patino reminded the world why he is one of the best in game basketball coaches you will ever see yeah. and uh you know made it, this it, a game it, it, iona's obviously not the same competition level or you know same quality of team as alabama but rick patino coached him to the point to be in this game yeah and that was great to it see. fell the the wheels kind of fell off towards the towards the end but uh he had a moment that's what we said earlier like yes. he, he had a moment yes what, and that's, and all, that's all you needed <laughs> <laughs> we get it. Page. We get it. That's all you needed. You didn't need to win the game. You needed to have as multiple TVs are on. You needed America to be like, oh, something interesting's oh, happening Pacino, with Alabama. Hey, yeah, I don't know. Let me hey. flip over. And then as soon as everybody Moses flipped picked over, that game. Yeah. <laughs> and as soon as everybody flipped over, uh, it Alabama was over. went on a run. But you got to see Rick Patino in, in you know, on an NCAA tournament sideline. That's that's all we really needed. So. Uh, Abilene Christian can't inbound the ball. Have to call timeout. And he definitely got Nate Oates a little rattled, which I, I like Nate Oates a lot, and I like that he called out, called out Coach K, but I did like the old guard of Rick Pitino kind of. It, this is a win for the Blue Bloods. What? How? Because, Explain. okay, so Rick Pitino, Blue Blood coach, we all know this. You know, Kentucky, 1996, Camelot, George Clooney came to the Final Four. Blue Bloods. And sports? Then the, yeah, sports. Uh, and then if you look at Nate Oates, very new blood. Guy went, yes. you know, Buffalo beats Arizona as a 13 seed when they had the number one pick, DeAndre Aiden. Calls out Coach K. Calls out Coach K. Very year. new blood. So we'll give him some points there. The Blue Bloods back in the green. That's good. By the way, and, did you uh, explain to like the people that are going to listen to this on the podcast, like what's going on here? That we yeah, have this we have this scoreboard in the yes. studio. So if you're watching, if track. you're not watching us, you're just listening. There is a scoreboard. It's Blue Bloods. It's New Bloods. You've heard us talk about, us, about this on the show plenty of times. We also introduce true bloods indiana and nc state both true bloods we do not have a scoreboard for them because state can't handle a scoreboard in indiana just leave them alone right yeah, now no, just, just literally no, it, no, this just, is the leave britney alone for this my, is, this, yeah, that's this what is i'm saying a, for indiana. leave leave just, brad alone and leave indiana alone yeah uh but the blue bloods they're struggling we all know that duke not in the tournament kentucky not in the tournament carolina knocked out in the first round kansas had a scare today UCLA pretty much holding it down for the Blue Bloods. But some people would argue that Mick Cronin is more new blood than blue blood. But I'm going to say you're at UCLA. I, I give them to the Blue Bloods. You know, that's always blue blood. My brain is in a pretzel <laughs> trying to make sense of what you just said. But uh, <laughs> I do know this. Yes. Texas is down by two. There's 56 seconds left in this ballgame. I have the Texas Longhorns in my final cool. four. Uh, my my dog has Abilene Christian in his final four. It's so funny when so you said that. This you is said, the house you know, divided. When you said my dog, it was like your friend. You're like, my dog. It's like, it's it's like, like 1997. Yeah, exactly, and, yeah, exactly. We're on the playground trying to be cool. <laughs> <laughs> my dog Jeremy over there told me he's got some hot Pokemon cards. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Abilene Christian uh, uh, is kind of doing the three-man weave. It looked like they're doing the Harlem Globetrotters. This is not good. <laughs> Do you know that Will Chamberlain played for the Harlem Globetrotters? Just to spin that all back into one thing. Here we go. Abilene Christian. Oh. Oh. Turnover. Loses the ball out that, of bounds. That, that's a blue blood win. That's, right a, that's, that's good for the blue play. blood. Yeah, well, that's good. That's good for all the right, blue blood. All right, here it is. 28 oh, seconds look left. look at that. Oh, mine is for the new bloods. Abilene Christian, new blood. Oh, losing their mind. Dude, it's going to be so weird. Like, for, uh, I'll shut up. All right, let's all right, lock here in. we go. 20 seconds to go. Two-point game. 
Shaka's not calling timeout. He has a timeout left. We'll see if he uses it. Maybe they get in a sticky situation and want to use it. It doesn't seem like he's going to. No. Andrew Jones. Yo! Let's go, He's Texas. hit those before. Let's go, Andrew. He's hit them before. We Dude, saw it at West Virginia. One, one of the greatest stories in college basketball, and a guy who's been through so much, uh, you know, off the court, and then to see him succeed and have such a good year. And uh, and honestly, Abilene Christian, I, I feel that pain right there. But, man, what a big shot. <laughs> it's not over. There's 14 seconds Oof. left. That was not a buzzer beater. I know, but that was a big shot. It, it was a big shot. It gave Texas the lead. Uh yeah, I was going to say, we, I, we saw the yeah. la- the shot of the lady with her chin diaper on, and it's going to be so weird to... I do, think, yeah, the thing is Coach's wife. Abilene oh, Coach that was Coach's wife? Yeah, Coach's wife? Do you think we're going to get, like, in the montages 20 years from now, when you're going back and, like, looking back on NCAA tournaments past, do you think, like, all the footage from this year, they're just going to be like, just throw that in the trash? We don't I think need, so. We don't want, like, fans I think so. and masks and, like, socially distanced. I think Gavin, his name Dan Gavin, is going to look Gavin. at it. He's going to say, get this Mickey just, Mouse turn <laughs> out of my face. <laughs> That's what he's going to say. Just trash the footage. (laughs) Except Oral Roberts, because that's the worst possible scenario for me. Like, save all the Oral Roberts. Let's let's duplicate Uh, it, actually. He sees the graphic that they had. Disseminate it everywhere. That Brad Davidson (laughs) 29.6 rebound guy. He's like, get this out of here. All right, here we go. 14 seconds Uh, to go. What if it's it's not a Mickey Mouse tournament? It's a Mick Cronin tournament. Dude, he could be the Mickey. I I honestly... I, I said this. We did it's a not l- a Mickey. It's a mixie. I, mixie I, mount. Mixie. I, <laughs> I have a theory that I want to explain later about Mick Cronin and why he's Mr. March now. But we got we to gotta focus in. Texas trying to avoid the upset. Shaka Smart showing off his hair. Also doing a you know, quick little you know, reminder to the ref. You know, don't blow mm-hmm. that whistle. Um, that's yeah, good to uh, see. As a reminder, we are the big school in Texas. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, you know what it is. <laughs> that, that, that was like the final reminder. He was like, you know how this plays out. <laughs> you know where the money is. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Man, ten seconds. This nine, is why. This is March eight. Madness. This is why we watch. Here we go. They're not getting a shot. Yeah, they're gonna have to do it himself. Floater. Oh, he beat it. That's it. Oh, the foul? Did, Did they he, call foul? No way. No way. No way. No way. What? Where? I need to see this replay. That ref obviously did not listen to Shaka. That oh is- my! They called a foul on Kai Jones here. That, that is, is a that block. is a, are, they, oh. are they calling it on Matt Coleman? That's a foul. The, where, the foul, where, like, where, that's where? a block. But look, what, look at Coleman reach his hand in like as he's trying to do a tip. That's a foul. I'll give him that. If, if it's, on, if, line, if it's yeah. on Coleman, it's a foul. You're right, but not definitely. It is on Coleman. Is. All right. Okay. Oh my god, I was about to have a heart attack too. Wow, man. We don't have uh we don't have audio on in this game, so I can't tell. Did Coleman foul out right there? There's no way he fouled it, it out, right? Seemed, it seemed to look like he it, he's like, acting like he did. Let me yeah. pull up some stats. Um, but anyways, um, that was a that was a, a crazy sequence of events. We got 1.2 on the clock here. If you're watching with us live, appreciate you joining. In, you know, Titus and Tate on YouTube, 52-51. Man, this is a. Uh, it says. Matt Coleman has seven turnovers and had four fouls, so I imagine that's his that fifth. was his fifth. Yeah, maybe it didn't refresh. Maybe uh, Pleasant's had a great know. game for Abilene Christian, by the way. That's if you should point that out, Joe Pleasant. That's uh, all right. One second. What what is it? One and one. Yeah, it's gonna oh, be one. Oh wow, one. Joe Pleasant, a fifty-eight percent free throw shooter, no oh, free throws no. tonight. Again, Abilene Do we Christian have a ball? down I want to see. I'm about. I'm hitting like fifty-eight percent on this. It. I got it. I got it. I got it. I'm. I've been hitting fifty-eight percent on this basket we have in the studio. Fifty-eight percent. Shooting these like 
shooting these like I feel like Shaq with these tiny yeah. balls on the. I was gonna like, say nothing. it's a toss so up here, every time we'll you see. take a shot. We'll see. Uh, uh, Pleasant's fifty eight percent. I'm hitting about fifty eight percent. Let's see what happens. Ball don't lie. Oh, first one. First one's good. First one's good. <laughs> He's hitting the first one. He's hitting the first one. Uh, I can't believe I just. How about that? That was good. Did, did we, we were, get that? We did we worried. get that on camera? I mean, no, no one, no <laughs> no one, one got it on camera. No one turned the cameras on. Turned the cameras on. The cameras are off. This is for <laughs> us. We're just talking to each other. Uh, here we go. Fifty-two, oh, fifty-one. Man. They're at the free throw line. Our guy, Joe Pleasant. I think he makes both these. I mean, Cinderella, man. This is. I think he makes one and it goes to overtime because that's like kind of the worst case scenario for our show. Because like we're oh, trying to talk about I, what's going on, but or what happened today. I would have put the mask over my eyes. That would have been my yeah. uh, my plan instead of covering my hands. I, I was a big can't watch guy when I was little, but then I I yeah. shifted into like just. I used to put the pillow over my face. Oh, he hit the first. See, give Bottom me the line. second. Bottom Bottom line. Line. Bottom line. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! This is going to be very unpleasant to say the oh, least. Oh, Coleman's still Texas in. That was his fans. fourth, obviously. Okay, so that's good. Okay. Man. Wow. wow. Hit him 58 percent wow. big time. Joe the Pleasant. Onions. 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 That is. Wow. Oh. Uh, that's not a good pass. That's game, that's, folks. That's game. That's wow, upset. Wow, wow, wow. Abilene did it. Wow. <sighs> wow. Wow. I uh, I don't... I thought Texas got, got this out of their system. I'll be honest. Like, I, it, I'm not shocked <sighs> that... I, I know I had Texas in my Final Four, but, like, I'm not shocked in the sense that we, we've been up and down on Texas all year, dude. I'm, How many times have we said, I'm done with Texas, and then we check back in in a week, and we're like, dude, Texas is looking I great. know. I'm, and then I'm, I talk myself back shocked. in. I've been I've missed on Texas. If you're buying and selling stocks, I I was buying high and selling low. Oh Man. my god! I, I, I whiffed is, at every is, turn. This on is Texas. truly shocking. This I, is truly shocking. I whiffed at every turn. <laughs> oh, that hurts. Uh, speaking of uh, speaking speaking of fourteen seeds beating three seeds, Dave, we actually have a special guest who just who's joining us now. From his hotel room in Indianapolis, Indiana, it's the star of the Ohio Bobcats, <laughs> a man who took down the defending national champions today. His name is Jason Preston. Jason, what's going on, man? What's going on? What's going on? What what uh what is life like inside the bubble? You got because uh, on the outside, the the world is talking about the Bobcats. We're talking about you know the big win. You, you guys, Virginia was technically the national champion. You beat them. Uh, there's a lot of buzz. You're 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 certainly. Uh, a chapter of the madness going on here. And uh, it, I, I have a feeling it's more boring in the bubble. It seems like it might be. Oh, <laughs> uh, we just got some good Chick-fil-A. So we're, we're, feel, we're feeling good over here. Got three, three chicken That's sandwiches. how you celebrate. <laughs> Living the dream, Jason. We love to hear that, man. Uh, it, it is fascinating to watch. You know, Titus and I, we were big fans of you earlier in the season. We saw you get all the headlines and get all the coverage. And then you guys had to deal with the COVID pause. And there was the questions like, what is this team going to look like coming out of that? And you guys have been unbelievable. Obviously, you tear through the Mac and then you obviously beat Virginia today, the team that won the regular season in the ACC. So just how does it feel to to now be at this point? I mean, do you, are you celebrating? Obviously, you got Chick-fil-A, so you are celebrating. <laughs> So you feel good right now, right? Oh, yeah, man. It feels amazing. Um, you know, we're going to take tonight. We're going to take tonight. We're going to celebrate. But, you know, come tomorrow, we're locking in. And, and we got 
we got another tough team ahead of us in Creighton. Mm. But um, tonight, I mean, we, we saw the videos of what Corsair was looking like now. It's just it's just crazy. Mm -hmm. It's just crazy. All the support that we've gotten is, is so surreal. <laughs> Uh, so your head coach, Jeff Bowles, joined us, uh, uh, was it Selection Sunday? Yep, yeah, we yep, talked to him yep. Selection Sunday. Uh, I'm sure he's brought this up a million times because I'm sure when he's motivating you guys, he's talking about players that played for him, and he talks about me a lot. Um, <laughs> I played for him at Ohio State, Jason. And uh, and Coach Bowles was my favorite assistant coach I ever had. He, he He's so fun. He's such a he's, – he's by every definition, and you can stop me if you disagree, a player's coach, a guy you'd love to play for, a guy that, that you trust – when he looks you in the eye and he says, I, I have your best interest in mind, you believe him. Um, he's also a goofball. And so <laughs> I, I th that's one of the things I loved about him was just how goofy he was but how unabashedly goofy he was. Uh, your, your thoughts on his dancing skills. Like yes, that, we were please. talking about that earlier. The, the dancing <laughs> that was going on in the locker room. Uh, what, what's your favorite Jeff Bulls dance? What's your, you know? Oh, man. we Everyone, everyone tells him it's bad. Everyone tells him it's bad. But he, but he still keeps <laughs> on going strong, you know? And not too many coaches, you know, they're willing to do that. And he's he's still going on strong. And we really wanted to oh, – we were planning on getting the Schmurda down uh, – we won the max championship. He had, he, he, he had to do some interviews, so maybe we can get that one going soon. He, he told us that he doesn't like practice him. He just walks he said in. It's all ad lib. It's, it's all ad lib. Like he walks in. Do you believe that, or do you think he's like in front of a mirror actually practicing? I think he's just off adrenaline. I don't know. I don't know if he's. A, I hope he's not. I hope he's not practicing <laughs> that. I hope he's not practicing uh, uh, is any is any part of you, Jason, uh, going back to, to, to this run you guys are on? You win the MAC title, um, as Tate said. You, you popped up on everyone's radar earlier in the season. I think the game at Illinois kind of put put you on the national scene. Um, is is it been weird for you, or uh, just the, the the feeling of you individually, just just having more notoriety as the season has gone on? And now, obviously, the, the element of surprise is gone. Is when you guys are going to play Creighton, I, I, I imagine uh, Greg McDermott is is going to be having a scouting report, and he's going to say this guy Jason Preston is pretty damn good, and we should throw everything at him. Um, how how do you as a competitor? Uh, feel about that. I mean, Virginia obviously was throwing everything at you. You almost put up a triple double. Um, I, I assume you welcome that. Have, have you noticed a change as the season has gone on and you've been like, dang, can everybody stop talking about me so I can go back to surprising some people? Um, you know, I, I, I hope they do that because, I mean, this team seems a lot bigger than just me. Uh, I think I only took like eight shots today. And I, I, if, if teams want to double team me or or trap me or have me at their focus, I mean, that, that gets other guys going. I mean, you saw Ben Vanderplas tonight. Ben Roger hitting big shots, Sunday yep. Day, Dwight Wilson. You know, we're mm -hmm. we're we're a great team. We're a lot bigger than just who I am as a basketball player. Um so and and to go on about like the notoriety and stuff, uh I guess COVID's helped a little bit because uh we don't really go outside, we kind of uh lock away in our rooms. So I mean that really hasn't been an issue, but uh, you know, we're excited, we're excited. And Jason, I have to ask you about this because, you know, you mentioned being in the headlines. Obviously, as you move on and you guys move on, it'll happen more and more. But I found a fascinating headline that said that you were once a blogger. And just like Titus and I, you yeah. you, you were a fan of sports <laughs> and wanted to, to talk about sports and uh, and you loved the Pistons. So, like, uh, how much of this story, like, did, did you want to be told to the world? And do you like the idea of people now, like, loving you and, and thinking that you wanted to be just like them, you know, a sports blogger? <laughs> Um, you know, <laughs> you know the the biggest gift you can give somebody is inspiration. So, if my story can mm. can inspire somebody else 
uh, to push harder, um, get through their day, want to achieve their goals. Um, I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy I can do that. And you're going to take some lessons from Big Shot Billups. You know what I mean? I know you're a Chauncey Billups fan and your mom is a Chauncey Billups fan. At least that's what the article was saying. So I, I like that Detroit Pistons energy. Yep. You know what I mean? That's what we like to see. Uh, Jason, million-dollar question. We'll let you go. Get some rest. Get, get ready for Creighton here in a couple days. Uh, I, I, I'm, I, I'm an Ohio State alum. Uh, obviously the Buckeyes, I'm sure you're aware. I'm sure news has gotten to, to your team <laughs> that the Buckeyes choked it away against Oral Roberts. Uh, Cleveland State was also in this tournament. They lost to, to Houston. Mm -hmm. You are representing now the entire state of Ohio. You're the only team left in the state of Ohio. Uh, do you? Am I allowed as an Ohio State guy to jump on the Ohio bandwagon? Are you saying no? This is interstate rivalry. Like, stay away. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm only Bobcats allowed. Only if you're with us all year. I don't want any Buckeyes on our bandwagon. Man, come on down. Come on down if you want. Come on yes. Down. Nice. Yes. Nice. Hey, That's hey, what I needed. Got, and Jason, <laughs> I'm from North Carolina. I was a Bobcats fan, so I, I've been with the Bobcats. Yeah. So I'm, I'm yeah. all in, too. So uh, we're on the bandwagon. Let's that's go. What, that's what we needed to hear. <laughs> that's Let's what we go. needed to hear uh jason appreciate the time man uh congrats on the big win enjoy uh, the chick-fil-a enjoy the chick-fil-a and uh we look forward to watching you play in a couple days appreciate y'all appreciate y'all having me all right yeah, take no care doubt, man. man how about uh, that love it look at that jason preston uh, a, a man uh, who's who you were calling what were we calling him Lamelo Small? You, you love this. Like someone reached out to you and said Andre Corbello is Lonzo Small, and yeah. you, you haven't gotten that out of your head. I just want to call him Lamelo Light. <laughs> like, you're like, you know what I mean? And you said Jason Preston looks I, like I, I just love him. He, out he looks there. and plays like Lamelo. I mean, he's yeah. got the confidence of Lamelo. You know so what I mean? Good. He's unfazed. And that, the best part about guys like Jason Preston, like you just said right there, double teamy, triple teamy, mm. whatever you want to do. I trust my teammates. I'm not mm. going to panic. We're, we're going to be okay if I only take eight shots because we're going to find a way to win the game. If you want a game plan around me, our team will be better than you. And I love that. It's a great answer. Uh, what, great else do, what else do we need to talk about? Uh, Creighton, th so so the, the Ohio Bobcats will move on to play Creighton yep. on, uh, uh, what day is it? Monday. Monday. We'll play on Monday. Mm -hmm. Dude, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm all out of whack. Creighton, <laughs> UC Santa Barbara, a team yes. that you believed in. I loved them. Had a shot I loved them. at the buzzer-ish to pull off the upset. Should... A foul have been called was the, was one of the notes. Number two, should Joe Pasternak have called timeout when they were getting double teamed? And then they had a shot mm -hmm. at the end even, and they didn't call timeout, and he went for the long heave. Your thoughts as a guy who was really pulling for UCSB in that one? Yeah, Ja'Cory McLaughlin is a uh, shout-out to him, one of my Kimba candidates. Did not have his best day today. I feel like, you know, Miles Norris had a great game. I was mm -hmm. proud to see him kind of step up here. UCSB, this was this was their day. This was their game. You mentioned sort of, sort of the gaffes at the end of the game. It was unfortunate to see. I don't know what Pasternak was thinking. I guess he was thinking, I trust Ja'Cory. I trust him to make a play here. He's the man who was double teamed. He gets out of the double team, makes a great pass. We have some contact. A lot of people are going to say, you know, should have gone up stronger. I don't think that. I, yeah. I think it should have been a foul call. I think we should have had free throws there. I mean, not to take anything away from Creighton, but in my humble opinion, Santa Barbara should have won this game. <laughs> Not to take anything not away. To take, not to take the win but away. But also in a yes. more real sense, to take literally the game away. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you, Santa yeah, the, the Santa Barbara should be in the next I don't want to take anything round. away except Other for that win. Other than the win, yes. The win. Give take it back. That. Give it back to, to my guys.
<laughs> but the Big West versus the Big East, yeah. it was a big showdown. We, you and I are West Coast basketball, you know, enthusiasts. Dude, Wally Zerbiak's sense of fashion is preposterous. Can we, well, we just call that out? I don't know. Doing? Like, I just, like, every time, like, can we just get this man, like, just a plain Navy <laughs> yeah, suit yeah. or something? It, it does seem, yes. He, he's It's always got it. something going on. Like, the other day, his shoulder pad, like, I swear he had shoulder pads on. The guy's already got broad shoulders. If you told me that he's Wally Zerbiak's, like, his OG was, like, you know, Clyde Frazier, that would make a lot more sense. You know what I mean? He's like been hanging around with Walt and he's like, Yeah, I gotta wear fresh shoes all the time. He, he was wearing he was wearing a sport coat the other day. I swear to God, I like you can the land, shoulder pads. You can land a plane on his yeah, shoulders, yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> they can't be his real shoulders, or he get implants. So I'll, uh, I'll, Wally, come on the show. Please, Wally, you know, you're the I'll, best. Uh, he always stands out. I guess that's the point. I guess that's why you dress like that. You always stand out. Uh, is there anything? I'm trying to think. Like we we were we're pulling for what, what what's what's the summarize where 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 we're at. Where, yes. where the two of us are at, mm-hmm. and what what we need out of this tournament. We we needed our teams to win a game. That let us down. Let us down. So yeah. where do we go from here? What, yes. what is it that yes. we're looking for now? What do we need out of? Are you cheering for chaos? Are you like yeah, if, yeah, if my yeah. team goes down, let's just. All of them go down. I am pulling for the best case scenario championship game, first and foremost, always. Because when you pull for chaos, as you and I have figured out over the years, you get to the Sweet 16, you get to the Elite Eight, and you look around and say, that was a lot of fun, but Sister Jean's playing who in the Elite Eight? Yeah. We don't want that again. We, yeah. we want, in my opinion. I think this we, is the year I might want it. No. I think so. No. I think because then you want it to be you, you're saying you just want it to blow up. You want it I to be I just want it to blow up. Okay. I want it to be a Mickey Mouse turn. See, I, I am still <laughs> I am still holding hope because I do think I do think, regardless of some of the things like you said, some of our, you know, personal things that happen, I do like the idea of Gonzaga just running through here, yeah. running through the West, getting to the final four. I love the idea of the East kind of being up for grabs. I love Maryland as this sort of weird team that can muck it upset up. Any, muck it up. Muck yeah, it up. UConn shot 32% from the field today ucla is a sleeper i mean i don't even know how far and i don't even johnny wanna... juzan can i talk about him yes, for please, r- very please. quickly good, this yeah. man was at kentucky was not good enough per john calipari and the coaching staff yep to, to even practice it felt like like it felt like if johnny juzan got on the floor they were just like ah, i guess we gotta play him mm-hmm. i really want to know and mm-hmm. he wasn't allowed to shoot it, it, it's a different player. I don't understand what happened. The man, the man might be the most confident basketball player in the entire country right now. Yeah, he's for good reason. Twenty-seven he's points tonight, scoring a ton of points. Yep. But it's like I, I don't even recognize what happened. He's from, he's from the LA area, right? Mm-hmm. So like maybe it really was. He was just homesick, and he mm-hmm. just wanted to come back home. And now he's balling out for UCLA. But it, it, it's, it's unbelievable. It's no, night and day. But it, when we saw them, we saw UCLA under Mick Cronin the first time last year. And you watch this team, and you're just like, this is not a Mick Cronin team. He's got to figure this out. They found out who they are. I mean, it's Hame, right? Yep. It's three J's. It's Hame, it's Johnny, and it's Jules. Yeah, That is UCLA basketball. Yep. Those three guys run everything through them, and you're going to be okay. Tiger Campbell, love Tiger. But those three are the guys, and they've been playing great. And if they do, and they play this way, they can take UCLA very far. And if Chris Smith wasn't hurt, I know we're talking know. about a totally different run. I know. We were both high on UCLA yep. to, uh, to start the season. Um, mm. All right, so look, looking at tomorrow, let, let's let's pivot there. What yep. what stands out to us? Um, I mean, Illinois Loyola. I, as I said yesterday, after the Gallagher games were played, I looked at the top of the Midwest mm. region, and I'm saying those are four teams of destiny, and only one of them can ultimately be a team of destiny um, and, and get to the lead eight out of that group. Uh, yes, so I, that that has my attention for sure. Absolutely, and I think we also that's the battle for Chicago, right? Yep. For you know, the, every single person is like, you know, who is going to get these Chicago recruits? Will it be DePaul? No. 
never, never. never. <laughs> um, but I think the real thing, you mentioned those four teams, Oregon State, Oklahoma State. I think that is the first signifier, qualifier, whatever it is, for the Pac-12 versus the Big 12. Who is the best conference in basketball yep. this season? They are battling for... Well, I, think, I think Texas kind of settled it. It's the Pac-12 right now. Okay, all Stop right. the count. It's well, the Pac-12 tournament. Yes. Well, I think it's done. Which, uh, which one of the... Is Pac-12 blue blood or new blood? Pac-12 is a new blood. I'm sorry, what? The Conference of Champions yes, is a new blood? It's a new blood. Because that was they're old. so old. They're so old that they're new. They come back around. And I told you about Indiana. New, Indiana okay. may be a new blood when Brad Stevens comes. But it, originally, Bloom blood. You can change. Things change. Uh, oh, here we go. We got a question. Titus and Tate, what are your thoughts on Oregon State advancing? I uh, think they have a real shot, unfortunately. Yeah. I, I, I like, we're on the bandwagon of Oklahoma State. I will say that openly. We just had Coach Boynton on the show. We're about we to have, we, we talked to Coach Boynton earlier today. Should we just... Roll that. Yeah, we should roll that. We should get that out of the way. Let's do that now because we love Coach. And then we'll talk about it after. Yes. And joining us now is the head coach of the Oklahoma State Cowboys, Mike Boynton. Coach, uh, so at the start of the year, Tate and I, I think we we kind of knew that our alma mater, Tate's a North Carolina guy, yep. an Ohio State guy. Yep. I think we had a sixth sense that we were going to blow it in the tournament. Yeah, because, something bad was coming, Coach. Uh, coming into the <laughs> season, we were trying to f- figure out a bandwagon team to pick. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked to each other about it. We landed on Oklahoma State. We picked you guys to be our bandwagon team that we could both cheer for all yep. season. Uh, and and since that time, the bandwagon has filled up, Coach. There's everybody's <laughs> talking about you guys. Cade is now very confident. He's mm-hmm. he's uh, he says he wants to emulate Carmelo Anthony's 2003 run. So my question to you as a as a coach is, how do you manage the what the expectation has become, the confidence of your team, while also keeping the one game at a time mentality? <laughs> you know, that's a great question. You guys have really good taste in basketball programs. I'll tell you that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I love that, both of those programs both <laughs> of those coaches a lot of really good players uh for us it's just about trying to be in the moment and trying to get these guys to enjoy mm. as much of this process as possible particularly because our program hasn't been here as consistently as those two programs that we're mentioning and certainly recently we haven't had mm-hmm. the success even when we have gotten here to be able to look too far ahead so I want our guys to keep dreaming big, but I want them to stay focused on the task at hand. And the task right now is a really good Oregon State team who's playing with as much confidence as any team is in a whole tournament uh, because they're on the run, kind of, you know, getting in this tournament through their conference tournament. And now having upset Tennessee in the first round, you know, got to feel like they can beat anybody on any night. And coach, we have to ask this because we are college basketball diehards. Uh, we we love the game of college basketball, and we love Kate Cunningham, and we love that he came to college and played for you. And you know, I want to work back a little bit because you know, this summer there was all these stories about you know Oklahoma State. Will they play in the tournament? Should Kate just opt out and not play basketball? And he says no. Stop with all that NBA chatter. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go play for my coach. I'm going to play for my school. What did it mean to have him do that? And how great has it been to be able to now have him in the tournament and be in this position now? Well, if you think anybody's happier that Kay decided to play college basketball more than I am. <laughs> uh, but it's been a true joy to be able to have him in our program every day. First of all, he loves the game. Like, he doesn't enjoy as a yep. hobby. He doesn't like it because people think <laughs> he's good at it. He takes it pretty seriously. He's pretty yep. intentional about improving. Uh, he is a almost desperate competitor in terms of the most important thing to him is winning. And so I'm very thankful that he's still committed it. to our program. 
and that winning has continued to be the most important thing for him because there's been a lot of noise out there about how he should be playing or why he isn't being more aggressive and taking more shots. But he stayed focused on improving, mm-hmm. helping his teammates be better, and putting our team in position of where we are now with the Sweet 16 riding on the line in our next game. Well, mm-hmm. whether it's because you guys have been playing well down the stretch or um, mo- most likely it's because of Cade, but the, uh, the, a lot of the country has watched a lot of Oklahoma State basketball this year. Yep. And uh, if you have watched a lot of Oklahoma State basketball, one thing you might have noticed is you guys <laughs> play in a lot of close games, Coach. They, they always <laughs> seem – you guys have been a fun team to watch. Is uh, If you're a neutral fan, throwing an Oklahoma State game – in the final five minutes, it's probably going to be close. Yeah, you're your money's worth. So uh, for us, we have nothing on the line. Uh, you know, if you guys lose a heartbreaker, we're just like, oh, that sucks. And we walk away and we live our lives. <laughs> uh, but as a coach, is this something that you look back on? You say, that's good experience for us. Now we're going into March. We're not going to panic if it's a close game down the stretch. Or are you like, now, hang on a second. We're playing with fire here, boys. Like we got to we got to sharpen up. a well, little. Well, I bit. tell our team all the time. I would be perfectly comfortable with a 10 point win. <laughs> And and I say that in jest, obviously, because, you know, winning is winning. And as long as we're playing the right way, uh, we understand that we're playing at the highest level of competition in the country on most nights when we play in our conference. And then getting into the NCAA tournament, you know that's what it's going to be most games. It's going to be close games. You see a lot of Mm -hmm. crazy things happen, buzzer beaters or upsets or whatnot. And I think this experience going through this season – you know, we played 16 of our games heading into the NCAA tournament were decided by five points or less or in overtime. And we won 11 of those wow. games. So we're pretty battle-tested group. The- and I'm excited that we just continue to have an opportunity to play in this tournament. I feel like you have too much data almost, Coach, that like if you're in a close <laughs> game now, you're like, which one of those 11 plays, the 11 times that we won those close games, which one of those do I call here? Uh, yeah, that, that seems like a little bit overkill. So let's talk about the, the, the game you guys got tomorrow. Uh, Oregon State, they are a 12 seed. You, you mentioned earlier they're very hot. They're a team that had to win their conference tournament to even make the tournament. Then they knock off Tennessee rather easily, kind of. Yep. Uh, so how? W- what is the message to the team now? To to You have a, a very young team. I'm sure they've, they've all followed the NCAA tournament through the years. I'm sure they know that a 12 seed is typically not a great team. Mm-hmm. Uh, so how do you get them to ignore the number next to Oregon State and say – that number represents their whole season. It doesn't represent the team they are right now because right now they're a very good basketball Yeah, there's a delicate balance that you have to strike with a young team. Um, first and foremost, you got to help them understand that there are things that we have to do about ourselves to give ourselves a good chance to win. The second thing is, mm-hmm. and this one is a little easier because it speaks to both teams, we don't know if Oregon State went through something in the middle of the year where they dropped a couple of games and, and maybe was in that position where they had to win their conference tournament. And so at this point, the seeds mm-hmm. aren't really as relevant as most outsiders think. In fact, our guys would right, tell you right. that we deserve the better seed than a four. But I tell them, you know, at the end of the day, right. you got to play the games <laughs> in front of you. And to win this thing, you have to beat good people. And so we aren't really focused on the, the, the uh, seed lines as much as trying to prepare ourselves to face uh, Oregon State team. Like I said, that's very confident, shooting the ball well. And in many respects, is going to come in as an underdog, which in this tournament, right, you get the fans on your side if you build a 10-point lead. Everybody mm-hmm. starts cheering for you. 
Mm-hmm. And coach, we have to ask, cause you mentioned the people and you know, these guys, obviously you have great players on your team, but they are still kids. They are still human beings. So dealing with the, the fact that they're isolated at times in their rooms, how do you keep, you know, engaged, connected, keep guys, you know, spirits up? How are you doing that? Because I know that's gotta be a tall task in and of itself. Yeah. It's been a really interesting year in that regard because, you know, mm-hmm. I, I would guess for the last decade, we've talked about this generation of kids as being too self-centered, yeah. right? They're all into their phones and, mm-hmm. and their Netflix and, you know, and then sometime around late spring last year, we told everybody to shut up, shut them, shut themselves out from the rest of the world and to isolate and to not socialize. And we're 10 months or so, in, uh, 12 months or so into this thing. And our guys are kind of conditioned to live that way. In fact, they don't really socialize with yep. each other that much outside of practice settings. And it's not that they don't like each other. It's just that they've been kind of told that it's not that cool to do anymore. And so I'm hoping that on the backside of this deal, we can get these young people back socializing with each other uh, so that they can be kids and mm-hmm. grow like I was able to do and just you know, be in those social settings a little bit more. Obviously, I understand why we did it. And the fact that we're playing in this tournament is yep. a big part of why we wanted to do that. Uh, but I, I'm more concerned about trying to get out of this than I was going into it. Love it. Uh, my final question, Coach. One of the themes of this NCAA tournament for for us media types is all of the former players who are now coaches. Obviously, Patrick <laughs> Ewing wins the Big East tournament. That, that got a lot of play. Uh, Jawan Howard has his team as a one seed. So this kind of became a theme throughout the season. Now, um, I even saw ESPN. Tony Bennett, you know. So, yeah, Tony Virginia. Bennett. Sure. There, there are a lot of guys that, that, that used to play. So I saw ESPN <laughs> did an article where they they ranked all of the coaches as players. who They, they ranked the 1 through 68 in this tournament. They had you at 24, Coach. And I, I wanted to talk to you about this because also I saw Jawan Howard did an interview where he was asked about, like, are you the best player in college of, of all the coaches? If you had to play them all one-on-one. Who are you winning? Juwan Howard was like, absolutely. He said, the only guy I'm even kind of worried about is maybe Jerry Stackhouse. Coach, you're on the you're you're still on the right side of 40. Uh, you you are not a bad player yourself. Mm-hmm. What what do what do Tate and I need to do to to change this narrative that if, it's only if you didn't Juwan, watch South Carolina basketball? Yeah, like, in the early how 2000s. do we how do we help you? You could you could hoop yourself. I mean, this is ridiculous. You're getting well, no respect. I, I say this. Uh, being in the top third, I guess, of this discussion is pretty humbling to me, <laughs> right? I grew up in New York City, so I was a Knicks fan. Uh, my dad was a Georgetown fan. Um, if we're talking guys yes. in their prime, I'm not sure I'm taking anybody over Patrick Ewing. Uh, but Juwan <laughs> yep. and Jerry are guys yep. that I admired as well. Um, you know, I would compete really hard, but I'll be honest. I'm honest with myself. I've got a lot of self-awareness about who I am. I don't belong in the conversation at the top of that list. Uh, but I hope that if our teams play, that maybe I can mix match wits with yeah, them right. in this event and we can continue on and we can send one of them. That, that, that's a perfect answer. That you don't need to play answer, anymore. Coach. Yeah, yeah. being older is just being wise and knowing that you don't have to play. You know your limitations. Know who let, you are. Let Cade play for you. Well, uh, you're going to let your guys play for you tomorrow. Best of luck against Oregon State. Tate and I have been on the bandwagon all year. We're staying we're on. We're staying on, Coach. Uh, which, you know, if we're being honest. Knocking on wood. That, no, we're going to knock on wood because it did not work well for all my, our, our alma maters. Yep. But uh, we're, we're riding with you, Coach. So best of luck. Tomorrow. Thanks, Thanks for, for joining us. Guys. Thanks, Enjoy Coach. It. There you go, Tate. Mike Boynton. 
Man, he's the best. I will say, I after talking to Coach, I understand why Kate Cunningham had so much faith in him. You know what I mean? Yep. And when that happened, you know, we we knew he was an assistant, you know, to Coach Underwood, and we understood what was going on there. And uh, I wanted to ask him about potentially playing Illinois. That is in the true. The protege and the mentor. Yeah, but I I, I could sense he was, he was the a guy. He was like, we got to deal with Oregon yeah, State. Which brings back to uh, Bryce's question here. Yep. Thank what you, are your Bryce. thoughts on Oregon State advancing? I uh, the, if if the question is advancing to this point, or is it advancing is he asking does can Oregon State advance against Oklahoma State I don't know I, I, we, we like Oklahoma State obviously we mm-hmm. just we just talked to Mike Which, Boyd, but based on history so far in this tournament that feels that, good that works for Oregon in, State I, I, I'll I give would, you some stats I would, I would I'll, take that I'll, I'll give you some stuff that's not just like my hunch or like <laughs> yes, I'm, yes. I'm on give this it, bandwagon or the wind's it, blowing this yeah, way so I yeah, like this yeah, guy yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. Uh, Oregon State has gone on this run four straight games of uh, three Pac-12 games and uh, obviously beat Tennessee in the first round and handled Tennessee well. The, the the common denominator in all four of these games is the, all four of their opponents were horrendous from the three-point line. Yes. All four of them. This is something that, that Oregon State has, has, for whatever reason, I don't know how good your three-point field goal percentage defense can be. Like that's a that's a real st- like some some people will say like they're really great at guarding the three. Yeah, they run guys off the line. Yeah. Yeah, and I and from playing basketball, I'm like I I kind of just feel like you just are either good at D. Or, you can't be yeah. like good at like three point D, mm-hmm. but not two point D. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. you're good it's at D. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I don't know. <laughs> also, there's like a reasonable minds can disagree, but that's how the I only see team it, but... I know that lets team shoot threes is North Carolina. They're like, yeah, that's a bad. <laughs> well, shot. Virginia does. It. Too. like they pack it in and, they, and then but you know, the, it's a little different they close out Carolina's like you got <laughs> it like, like, good luck Brad take like, that shot Carolina says I could never make that <laughs> yeah, so there's no way you could yeah, they're like you're not making it number 34 whoever you are and Brad's like splash <laughs> Caleb loves looking at Roy like how does he do that he's like who's this guy he's like because he practices Caleb like, oh Caleb, my we, god we, we scouted about him this. we scouted him uh so that that's that's sort of been a theme of yes. Oregon State's wins. My fear with Oregon State going into this game is that Oklahoma State doesn't shoot a ton of threes. Mm-hmm. So Oklahoma State uh, isn't going to if they go cold from the three point line, they're not panicking. They're not like like they can beat you in other ways. So that would be the fear. Also, Kate Cunningham is better than any of everybody else. Um, but no, who, who am I to say like Oregon State's not going to win? They, they they've been doubted every every step of the way. Yes, um, including the first game in the Pac-12 tournament. They went to overtime. People forget that. Like you, you've gotten enamored with the Oregon State run, you forget that it started in an overtime game. That if the overtime and we have to be honest, goes the other way against UCLA, I mean, they're not even here. Oklahoma State did not look good in the first game. You know, against know. Liberty, that's true. I mean, there, there's not like they did not show us. You know, the the full arsenal we think of what who yeah. they who they will be in this tournament. Texas is a team that we just saw in the Big Twelve. The Big Twelve, Pac twelve rivalry was going on. Yep. But if this were to happen, this is the it's done. It's done. The, yes, it's over. It's done. It's we're, over. we're popping. Yes. You and we're Pac twelve guys. We're popping. We're popping yeah. bottles at the Pac twelve. Yeah. We say we are. say we told you so. Yeah. If that happens, <laughs> no matter. What happened? We're on the Oregon State bandwagon, but also we're Pac-12. Or we're on the Oklahoma State bandwagon, but also we're Pac-12. Guys. Great question, Bryce. Uh, OSU versus OSU, so we'll mm, figure out who the orange real, schools like. It's too much. We'll States, figure out who yeah, the real OSU is because the real OSU lost the ORU oof, in the first round. So, uh, all right, let's uh, wrap this thing up. Shoutouts, closeouts, anything else we need to hit for the people before we get out of here? Yeah, I um, mean, just looking forward to tomorrow. I just want to say, just for our sake, I am looking forward to Mac McClung versus the Must Bus. Yep. I think that is a game to keep an eye on. So just previewing that, I want to shout out those two guys. Mac McClung, first NCAA tournament, first NCAA tournament win, obviously. Very excited about it. Love Mac. Friend of the program. So if I'll we're be talking, that game. If we're talking things to, uh, to, to look some, out Some storylines. Yeah. Um, I mean, Jim Beheim versus Bob Huggins. Does that have your attention? That has my has, attention. Has, has I, has I will say attention. this. I'm going to get ahead of this. I feel, and I told you this earlier, I feel 
a Bryce Drew moment coming from Buddy Beheim. And I feel a Homer Drew, Jim Beheim picking up Buddy Beheim and this being like an iconic March moment we see for a long time. So Jim, this is this is buzzer beater game right here for me. Buddy Beheim hits the buzzer beater. It's a Bryce Drew type moment. All he's ever wanted is his father yes. to hug him. Exactly. On exactly. And pick him up and <laughs> say, him you, you're the one. You did it, my we, boy. We made the sweet 16. <laughs> yeah. I see it, buddy. Uh, I'm looking forward to Wisconsin Baylor. Uh, I, I predict that Wisconsin... And uh, Oral Roberts will just go ice cold in these games. Oh, yeah. And we'll look at like, ba- Baylor's beating Wisconsin by 40. There, there's no Brad doubt Davidson's going to dribble off his yeah. foot. Kevin yes. could hit yes. a shot. Someone's going to tweet at me that Baylor's 80 Wisconsin. points better than North Carolina, and I'm just going to have to sit in Max A. Smith is going to be <laughs> yeah. three for done, 17. Done, done, done. They're just going to be like, how the hell did that happen? Yeah. Uh, I want to shout out Tanner Groves, Eastern Washington, the guy that looks like Bill Walton that, that everyone was, it uh, feels like, like three years ago, but earlier today uh, yeah. everyone was going nuts about. Uh, took took Kansas to the brink. This game, had yeah. 35 points. Yep. Playing with his brother, very emotional. Um, at the at the end of the game, uh, it's cool. He 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 is kind of a microcosm of what makes March Madness awesome. As a guy <laughs> you learn about that day, blows up. Then he gets emotional and it means a lot to him. And you're like, ah, oh, damn. All right. Anyway, uh, how about Evelyn? Cr- <laughs> you just move on to the next thing. Uh, th- this is a, their sister, I guess, or family member. The Groves family puts out the Jackie Moon Napoleon Dynamite of of their brother uh, or family yeah. member, and that's uh, that's hilarious. They were great. Great characters. That's what we're here for with March. Uh, I have have a shout out. Mr. March, I want to shout out um, because I have to explain this for the people at home. If you've ever seen the movie The Santa Claus, you know how this goes. Santa, his suit is on the ground. Tim Allen walks outside, says, what's this? Puts on the the robe because he's cold, and then he becomes Santa Claus. And we saw this in Mackey Arena. Mr. March, Tom Izzo comes in there, thinks it's all good. I'm Mr. March. You know what it is. It's March. I do this. I do this. I'm him. That's what he says as he walks into the building. He said that to Gabe Brown as he was pulling out. That's what he said to him. He said, I'm him. What are you doing? Excuse me, Gabe. I'm him. (laughs) And anyways, uh, after that loss, uh, you know, the, the crown was on the ground on the court. And, you know, Mick went over there. Took it, put it on. He said, I'm Mick March. I'm Mr. March. And uh, that is why my bracket is not is not busted yet. Because it wasn't it wasn't about Michigan State. It was about, about Mr. Mr. March. March. And yeah. Mick Cronin is now Mr. March. And uh, knock on wood, Let's, cross your fingers. Uh, blue Bloods plus one point. We're going to get the four right there. Because that's how many if, Blue Bloods we truly have. And uh, Mick Cronin might make a run, folks. Mr. March. If Mick Cronin's putting on Tom Izzo's suit, I, I bet it fits. I bet, I bet, bet they, they probably wear the same thing. Uh, I, I like it. I like it. Mick Cronin, Mr. March. Mr. March. You did M- it. M- you M- did it. Mixy, Mixy Turner. Uh, Kansas game, uh, David McCormick got 22-9. Shout out to him. He's coming back from COVID, that that whole deal. And uh, that, that was pretty – I was impressed. I was impressed given mm. the circumstances. So mm. uh, shout out to him. Shout out Cam Thomas. We didn't talk about LSU. Big win over St. Bonaventure. I expected the Bonnies to win. They did not because Cam Thomas balled out. Uh, shout out to him for that. Uh, I want to shout out Yesifu from uh, Drake who had 26 points tonight against USC. Just because we never did talk about his dunk against Wichita State. Mm-hmm. When he, I, I jumped out of my chair. It takes a lot for me to care about like stuff that that much to yeah. actually jump out of my chair. Yep. I jumped out of my chair when he dunked on Wichita State. So, that's uh, a good shout out. Shout out to him. He, he, he had 26 tonight. Uh, I think that's it. Oh, uh, shout out Daryl Morsell who called uh, Daryl Morsell who called me out on Twitter. Not me personally, but like he, he, he quote tweeted someone who, who put together all the UConn uh, uh, UConn versus Maryland picks, and then some guy, some some Maryland guy was like, it "Looks like everyone's doubting the the Terps." Not I. 
Yeah, you weren't on the list because <laughs> you weren't down no, in the church. No, it didn't no. fit the narrative. And so it was, it was a list of everyone who picked UConn. And then Marcel quote tweets it and just says experts in quotes. And my name was on the list. And someone tagged me on. And I was like, he's coming for your for your neck. So I, as I said, it's hater season. We, we've... I, I I take it as I take it as a compliment that we've arisen to a point where like uh, yeah come at us uh, shout out to Maryland for mucking it up I, I love the Terps come back should. to the ACC like you know play what you real do? basketball come every, back every, God I I, st- I want to trade Maryland for Louisville let's do I, it I want Louisville the big kid you take you, Maryland you take Chris Mack yeah. get him out of my face. <laughs> Give me Maryland back to the ACC. Uh, finally, I think my last shout out is BYU for their preposterous. <laughs> NCAA. No one's gonna know. We, we don't have a visual. Is it, I, I don't understand. I don't understand uh, uh, how I'm gonna explain this. But BYU is wearing <laughs> these jerseys, and um, the, everyone has to put the NCAA logo patch on their jerseys. Yes. And I, I guess I'm encouraging people to go like Google a picture. I don't know. This is stupid. This is bad. This is bad. <laughs> everything. I don't know why I'm bringing this up, but it, it just shocked me. They, so everyone is is putting their on one of the what do you call this part? The your shoulder. Yeah. You, most people are putting their patch on the shoulder. BYU put it like on the chest, like kind of offset. It was the most preposterous NCAA yeah. logo placement yeah. I have ever seen. Yeah. And they had the American flag on this side and they didn't want to put it above or below the American flag for some reason. Probably like they probably felt like it'd be a political statement. Yeah. So, so, <laughs> so they were just so like, you're oh, going where do we the do? patcher of BYU? Who is like, the patcher of who's BYU? patching BYU? Get that guy Patch on the line. Them through to us and then let's talk to him. So just go look it up. Go, go, yeah. go watch highlights and yeah. every BYU patch is like, it's, it's bad. So I just wanted to shout that out. That guy is true. That, you can tell a lot about a team by their patches and this is our final note of the night shout out to josh riley the vibes of these late night titus <sighs> take post tournament streams are the perfect cool down we, we appreciate, appreciate that. that josh yeah we're having fun here we're, we hope yeah. you guys are too it's Thank been a long two days i mean it's been two years since we've done this so uh we, we, you forget you forget it's exhaust how exhausting it is to sit yes. on your ass all day and watch basketball but yes. boy it gets to you. And the fun is we're only halfway done for the weekend. We still got two more days of this. It's still the first round. It's still. And, and we have no replacement teams. I we have no re- people yeah, of that. Yeah. We have no replacement teams. What? Wait, what? <laughs> that makes no sense. All right, I'm done. Uh, that's it. That, 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 we'll be back here every single night. So, if you, yes. uh, Josh, if you're enjoying this, join us. Thank if there's you, NCAA tournament games on your television, you will find us <laughs> on your YouTube or your, your Twitter yes. or wherever else yes. at CBB on Fox. Um, we will be there. We will be doing this every single night. So, uh, please join us. And uh, that's it. Thanks for watching, everybody. Thanks for listening. If you're listening on the podcast. Good luck to all the teams tomorrow, yes. all of them. I We're hope you all play everybody. hard. We're playing yes. for everybody. Yes. I I don't know where I landed. I think I landed on West Coast. I'm cheering for the West Coast, yep. but I'm also cheering for yep. Chaos, yep. which would coincidentally be the West Coast. I think I think mm. that is Chaos. I think America mm. has a meltdown if like the Pac-12 dominates this tournament. If we have UCLA like four makes Pac-12 the final teams. Four. The Bill Walton Final Four happens. <sighs> That's a meltdown. Yeah. America has a meltdown, and we're happy about it. We don't yeah. care. Shout out to Big Wave Billy. He picked five Pac-12 teams to be in the <laughs> Final Four. Love him to death. We'll see you later. See you tomorrow. See you guys. <laughs>